The third season of the business podcast Grow Now will address a multitude of questions that every entrepreneur has encountered or has asked himself at least once. The untold story of what an entrepreneur's life is made of, the enthusiasm and the true beauty of entrepreneurship, a journey that happens either because of necessity or due to the opportunities presented. But is it for everyone? Join us for the answers that this exciting new season has in store. Hello, my dear friends and followers. How are your emotions nowadays? In the last two weeks, we started this mini-series on emotions, and I'm wondering, how is that working for you? How did the exercise go? And mostly, how much you took time to listen more to your emotions during this week? And how did they guide you? After speaking about tiredness and feeling worried and stressed when we are sick, in today's episode, I want to address another example I mentioned before about one of my clients who shared that he is feeling very frustrated um, when he is not in the flow. And basically, he cannot be always in the flow. And, you know, sometimes for very specific tasks, he feels like procrastinating and not feeling very into it, as he called it. Again, remember, for the sake of this uh, uh, episodes and, and mini-series, we are just talking about emotional examples in a context where the business, for my clients at least, are, uh, or the businesses in general, are going really well, and they don't have any other worries on that side. So this is normal business when things are going well, and yet even during those, uh, call them perfect times when business is going well, we still have emotions, we still have feelings every single day, right? And I'm telling you about how we can use those daily emotions as a guidance in managing better our life and our business. The example from last week and the following are taken in this context Um, because I have a question I had a question about okay so how do we do with that when you know the business is not doing well so on one sense you are listening to one emotion but there are other overwhelming emotions and of course this is for a different episode we are not talking about that so this is normal business when things are going well the idea here is how to use our emotions and guidance for our every day-to-day work in business and how to make that as practical and as pragmatical as possible for people that are quite Cartesian and use a lot of their rationale, their logic in managing their businesses, which is absolutely normal, of course, as managing a business requires a lot of our brain and uh, getting things organized and using logic for decision-making and so forth, of course. Okay. So in this context, after, um, you know, my client tells me about his success during, um, actually, we, we, we had a break about at about three weeks or one month um, where we didn't have any uh, direct sessions uh, due to different travels. Uh, so he was just telling me about everything that went uh, and happened during that month. And it was absolutely amazing the results that he was just sharing with me 
You see, I apply all that we've talked about and most of the time I'm fully in the flow, I'm so efficient and so energetic and as a result I get things done in no time and I'm very, very happy with that. And when I'm talking results, he was giving me specific examples of, you know, money and new contracts and things like that. Yet, he says, there are moments when I don't get in the flow and that's really annoying and frustrating me. Therefore, we're starting, obviously, exploring those emotions. And I said, okay, so you feel frustrated about this task. Tell me more about it. It turns out it was a 90-page contract he was supposed to read and it was an important contract with a new client. So I asked him, what is frustrating about it? And he says, well, I don't know, uh, you know, I don't know what's happening. Each time I start reading it, it feels, you know, like very frustrating to me. I keep forcing myself to read uh, through and I feel like I don't manage to pass, uh, you know, half it. You see, feeling that is normal. And the more we acknowledge what we feel, the more we can understand the message of that emotion and do something about it. In his case, there were a lot of different messages that were coming up. First is that in his previous business, he had someone, a very good lawyer actually, who would do this kind of contracts reading for him or revising those contracts. And now for this particular one, he had to do it himself. Of course, I have asked him why he had to. And basically, he was just sharing a financial decision. So it was a kind of trade-off between money he would have to pay to this lawyer and his own time. And he put it, it, you know, it should have been only two hours, you know, and I'm perfectly able to do a task like this one. Yet, he was already spending much more time than that because he could not listen to his frustration and he was keep pushing through like you know you have to do it you have to do it you have to do it and the only thing that he was obtaining it was more frustration and the work that was not done the second message was that he felt and he was expressing that very easily after a while he felt worried worry that he will not finish on time this contract, that he will not see, you know, the small details on the contract that will make a huge difference in the future relationship with this new client. And therefore he was forcing him again, despite his worries, to keep reading and focus while he was not at all in his best emotional shape to do so. And finally, I, I, I said, you know, I mean, I was trying to, to see, you know, what's really happening because he was mentioning time over and over and over. He was keep saying, you know, all that is a waste of time, a waste of my time. And as soon as he said that, he realized he felt he's not efficient. And for him, this is a very important core value, being efficient, being performant, and somehow linking that to a waste of his time. So that information from his emotion was key. He also mentioned, um, I guess, uh, like a four message, which was something like, you know what? I'm so tired of keep starting this contract and never ending it. And it was already the end of the day, basically when you had our session. 
So it was absolutely normal to be tired when you think about it at the end of the day after trying quite a few times to go through the contract, something that it was expecting to only last two hours and he didn't even go through half of it. Now, of course, I will not go uh, in all the details of our work together, yet when we do so, we feel we are wasting our time. And when it's happening to you, one very simple question can help you overcome that. And this is, what better thing I have to do just right now? Now, every time you feel um, or you feel like saying it's a waste of my time, ask yourself this very simple question. What better thing do I have to do right now? Because providing I would have something better to do in this specific moment, in this specific environment, not in my ideal world or in my imagination, by the way, which we normally say, like, for example, when I say, what better thing do you have to do right now? Well, I'll go to the beach. Well, you live in the middle of Paris. There is no beach, right? So that's that's kind of utopic to think, okay, my better things to do right now will be to go to the beach or to go to a movie or to, you know, whatsoever. Because the reality is that I would have done it. Nobody is choosing to do something less than their best option in that moment. No matter the argument we use to decide. In the end, we made the decision and we do what we feel it's our best option in that specific moment. Even if, you know, the reasoning I'm, I'm, I'm using may be, well, I have no choice, I have to do this. It is still a decision and it's still the best decision in that specific moment. And again, it's very, very easy to do so backwards and to criticize yourself for taking a bad choice or a bad decision. Yet in that specific moment, everybody is choosing what is the best they can do in the specific context, of course. You see, when we look back, the first thing we realize is that the emotion was telling him a few things. Maybe it was not the best time of the day for him to work on this contract. And maybe he would benefit from, you know, postponing this um, to the next thing uh, to do in the morning when his mind is clear and he's rested and where he would indeed only take two hours to finish it. That could be a first message. A second message could be something like he may simply call up his lawyer and use partially his time for things where he is most efficient and change that trade money versus time a little bit differently um, and that could be maybe a more efficient use of his time. And that may create, obviously, less frustration. And finally, you know, I ask him these specific questions. What does it mean you have a 90-page contract to read? And he did not understand it. I mean, it's very simply to, to kind of mislead uh, people in that moment. You see, the mind is already focusing on what's not working, you know, of my frustration, or I have to do this, I don't have a lawyer to do this, and I'm tired, etc., etc., etc. Yet, when you stop for a while and ask yourself, what does it mean, you know, in my client situation, what does it mean you have a 90-page contract to read? 
He said, well, I got this new client and I have a huge deal which requires a big, long, complex contract. What is that you don't understand? <laughs> so you see, I asked him again, what does it mean you have a huge deal with a new con client and a new contract? And this is when he stopped and smiled because he realized what's happening. You know, he, he told me, you know what? I feel so much gratitude right now, thanks to you, because I do have a huge new deal with an important new client. It's already done. I just have to revise this contract. It is already agreed. You see, cutting himself from emotion, focusing on what he did not like and what he did not have, not only made him inefficient and so forth, it was also cutting him from the most important feeling, the fact that he has a huge new deal. And as soon he realized the chance he was having, the entire performance changed. He texted me later that evening saying, is done. Thank you for allowing me to connect back to my gratitude feeling. Now, hope this resonates with you and it does show you in a more specific way how to listen to your emotion, how to use those emotions in the day-to-day -day task or things to do. And in the next episode, I will give you one last example on how to deal more, this time with self-doubt. Thank you for listening and for more information on her business coaching, ebooks and mastermind programs, please visit mitraluka.com.